Upside Down Podcast. This is Ash. This is Tori. And guys, today we are back. We apologize for putting out an episode late. We had one that we wanted to do last week, but we just didn't have enough content for you because we don't do spoilers and we were just trying to see what we could see. But we went to Dragon Con and we met Caleb and we met Gaten, who you guys know that Tori and I have both met a couple times before, but it was really exciting for us because it was the first time that our little mascot, Kilby, was old enough to actually come with us to a con. She's so excited. I actually can't believe the amount of lines that she waited in. Yeah, she was really good. Like, really, like, better than me. I was complaining more than she was. If you haven't been to Dragon Con, it's very similar to San Diego Comic Con. It is a massive Comic Con convention. People get in line at 6 a.m. You heard Tori and I debating about this months ago or last episode ago. Oh, um, yeah. But we got there pretty early and we waited for, we waited for about an hour and then we got in and Kilby just sat there and she just waited and then we went and we got in the line and we were the first in line to meet Caleb, who is very underrated. Gaten's line was like out the door. It was ridiculous. And Caleb had half the size, but I actually think people were like lining up for Gaten and then they were gonna move over to Caleb's section. I think just the way the tables were set up, that's how they did it. But we went to Caleb first. We were first in line and it was amazing. We sat there and he came out and it was so cool. Usually Kilby does this thing where she's very excited to meet somebody and then she freaks out. She locks up like a robot and she says nothing and she doesn't move. But he came out and it was really nice because he talked to her and they talked for like a few minutes. And they it talked was... for like a long time, for like four minutes. It was yeah. crazy. And it was really cool. because And she handed him her little action figure and they were talking about stuff and she's like, I like you. I like your character. Yeah, because she gets so nervous. She's so nervous. But he was like, is that me? And she was like, yeah. And I think you all know, if you follow the podcast, that Caleb took a picture with Kilby and he reposted it on his personal Adorable. account. And it was really great. He said, I made a new friend, which meant a lot to us because she was so excited to meet him, like beyond thrilled. And then she just was so nervous. Like she just, and we, we told you know. her, we were like, you, you know that Caleb reposted your photo? And she's like, yeah, and? No, she said yeah. it in a nice way. She's five. She doesn't know. No, when she's older, she's going to think it's super cool. Now she just doesn't she was just like so nervous she was just like yeah but she had no concept of what that meant but he was really sweet with her he took the time to kind of talk to her and she really wanted to go meet china mclean guys so we did not get in gayton's line because she could see gayton and we were like there he is he's right there and we had the photo ops with them later in the day so we walked around and she wanted to meet some other people and she gets kind of confused at cons because she sees like star lord and gamora and she thinks it's star lord and gamora (laughs) and so she was like a little bit sidetracked but caleb was as great and awesome as we always say that he is he was just like the best and then she met china mclean who she also completely locked up and, oh my gosh. and freaked out over china um, had like a full conversation with her because nobody was behind us in line and she's like oh my gosh sing the song with me like we're having a video that comes out blah, blah, blah. and kilby like would not talk like she was like kilby sing the song for me and kilby's like and to tie this back if you don't know who china mclean is she's in the descendants too she's in a lot of tv shows but basically priya ferguson who you guys know plays lucas's little sister when we interviewed her she said she was a big fan of china mclean and she kind of inspired her to act and kilby is now around that same age and she is also a big fan of china mcclain yeah and then see what do we do next i think we actually had we photo walk- ops right no we walked we, around no, the we con just walked around for a while and then we went oh we went and saw our friend sweet geek if you listen yeah. to the podcast we have a friend of ours named sweet geek she makes tons of stranger things stuff she gave us like a coloring book and some cool the flea and the acrobat stickers and she made some 11 cards that some of our earlier followers probably got from us as like letters in the mail yeah back in the day when we had 800 followers and we would like send you guys personal letters but to be honest i still do that now i still send anybody who wins a personal letter yeah but we went to see her because it turns out she's closing down her booth she raised enough money like selling those kind of things and she's going to grad school but that was fun seeing her and mm-hmm. she gave us a lot of free 
Stranger Things swag, so yeah. or merch. So that's nice. Then and we got then lunch. Then we got lunch. <laughs> but I mean, the main thing, the main. Oh, thing, and then we tried to get into the line for the Stranger Things panel. Well, this is what I was gonna say. Yeah. The main thing that you guys need to understand is that because Dragon Con is so big, they schedule yes. everything so tight. So it was kind of like you had to be at the autograph section between like eleven and two, but then you had to be at the autograph section or the I'm sorry, the photo section between like three and five, which meant that you needed to you needed to pick and choose what you were gonna do. So we got there early to get our autographs and then we went to the photo line thinking, oh, there was nobody. Like there was barely anybody at Caleb and Gayton's table in the morning. Did they have a photo up with somebody else? Oh, we had um, China, Gayton, and Caleb. Was there somebody else? Uh, I feel like we did one earlier in the day before we did all I don't those. know. Kilby and I did Evangeline Lilly. Yeah. That but that was, was like yeah, the that was Monday. The I don't know. I can't remember. But I know that we had to wait in a really long line. And what happened was is Tori and I misjudged, guys. Because there was barely anybody at the autograph tables in the morning, like max 40 to 50 people, which for us, that's not a lot at a con. I mean, it's a lot when you're standing there, but it's just not a lot in the scheme of like these things. We thought we would just be able to go to the panel. So we walked up to the Stranger Things panel and we people had... The ridiculousness, the ridiculousness of last year. Yes. John Q. Pe- Oh my god. Yeah, we waited like three hours last year outside in the sun to see John Cusack for 30 minutes. But we couldn't get in the panel, guys. Like it was so packed. Like they open the doors and they have this section that you can stand in. It's called the I don't know what it's called. The it's overflow. Like, yeah, like the people that haven't, we didn't wait outside. So we stood there and we waited and we waited, but then we were like, you know what? We have almost an, 20 minutes. We had another photo up coming up with Gaten like right after, and we were like, we're never gonna get into this panel, but we also don't want to miss our photo up. So we stood there and we waited and we just guys we didn't get into the panel. I mean, I watched some videos of things posted and it wasn't anything like yeah great we've been to like two or three panels with them already but we're kind of bummed because that's our thing we like to give you guys a little clip of the panel and also because kelby wanted to see it but she actually we were like kelby do you want to wait for the panel she's like no it's gonna be gay and we're like oh, okay. she tunes out like she doesn't know like she doesn't want to sit there and listen to the panel because she gets so nervous she just really wanted to go meet them mm-hmm. and we did we went and we did the photo op with gayton and then we did one with caleb which was cool because when we walked in caleb was like hey guys what's up because we're, best, helped, cause we're and, best friends and in the photo op kelby <laughs> handed uh, uh, Caleb her toy and he held it in the photo op it was so cute it was adorable they were really sweet so that was fun and we also ran into Karen Cisse who we love she plays Mrs. Oh, Sinclair on Stranger Things season 3 she's really fun she goes to like every con everywhere because her son is like a teenager and he likes to dress up as Black Panther and Billy Dee Williams and he has really great cosplay but she's the best we were going I think we were actually on our way to the photo op and we heard Ashley yeah. Ashley and I was like who do, is that me do I know anyone <laughs> here because most of my friends call me Ash and I look up on the elevator and I'm like Karen <laughs> and so she ran over and she talked to us and she took some pictures with Kilby who again when we were like hey that's Mrs. Sinclair from Stranger Things she like what locked up robot she yeah, got so oh shy she gets nervous for literally like the cosplayers like she saw like five different spider-mans and I think she took a picture with one and she gets like so nervous it's so cute yeah it's just interesting like she's gotten better though I think at each con she gets to she gets better so she at the first couple of cons she would do nothing she wouldn't smile she, would well, she wouldn't even let you up, like peace signs. she wouldn't even let you take them to them yeah um, but that, that con was pretty fun. It was pretty Stranger Things light. I know Randy Havens was around going to parties, but he wasn't on a panel. Karen was around. She was on some panels, but they were non-Stranger Things related, which I feel like was missed opportunity. She would have been great. And Priya, I don't know why Priya wasn't on a panel. She would have been great. She's local. Maybe she was just up to things. Yeah. So as you guys know, if you listen to this podcast, Universal Studios Halloween Horror Nights opened September 14th. They've got one in Orlando. They've got one in Hollywood. They've got one in Singapore. They've got one in Japan. The 
main one that was on Instagram recently was the one in Hollywood because that had a red carpet and Gaten and Caleb and Priya was there, which was really cool. And Sadie was there and Kyle Lambert, the artist, actually got to walk the red carpet, which is really neat because his artwork was selected to be like on the main doors that enter into the park. And that must be amazing because I know before he did Stranger Things, he was an artist, but I don't think that he had the level of success that he has now. And through that yeah. show, he's just been like doing all of these things. Um, And he messaged me. He's like, you guys are going to lose it. This is so great. But that just looks so fun. Like they show clips of the haunted house. It looks amazing. I heard that it's one of the first ones that they're doing on a soundstage. Like if you guys have ever been, Tori and I are from Florida. So we've been to Halloween Horror Nights and Universal like a ton. But usually it's just kind of out in the park and people run out from the bushes and they scare you and it's horrifying. Yeah. And there's like houses where basically yeah. just like indoor things, but I, they're doing it on the soundstage. Yeah. I heard they did. They actually had to do it on the soundstage, which is really exciting for us. They also have like the restaurants have these Stranger Things themed meals and it's different wherever you're based on. So like if you're in Hollywood, it's just one menu. And if you're in Orlando, it's another menu. Unfortunately, Tori and I are vegan. So I doubt any of those are going to be yeah. able to give us your vegan Eggo waffles. Yeah, I don't, like, we don't know what that means. <laughs> I don't think they're going to have anything for us, but I appreciate that they're doing it. Um, it looks really, really fun. And that's going to be running, let's see, September 14th through November 3rd. And it is pricey mm -hmm. it is like i mean you know it's going so to a theme park is pricey we, anyway but we used to go to universal if you like you didn't even have to get passes to halloween horror nights like if you just bought a pass to universal for the day and you stayed past 5 p.m like i remember for my for like my ninth birthday ashley took me to uh universal and they were like everybody like all the kids should leave by 5 p.m because that's when halloween horror night starts but now it's like you have to buy like separate passes and it's like ugh, it's yeah i was looking at online just to see because i was thinking that like maybe i would go with josh and maybe tori would go with one of her friends or I don't know we were just trying to figure out a way for us to get in there and it was just like I couldn't even believe how expensive it is it's because it's a one night event I mean you can go multiple nights but it's still gonna be the same yeah like why would you go like you just need to go the one night yeah. and it was just so expensive man. I mean I saw packages anywhere from 100 to 500 dollars because you might want to get the flex pass if you don't want to wait a lot of people That's were me. posting pictures of the house waiting was like 120 minutes to wait but I think if you went to the theme park and your whole thing was like I'm just going for this stranger things uh house experience yeah. I will be waiting in a line for it's two like hours to experience minutes, it yeah, I mean, but I guess if that's why you're going and yeah. then just to walk around the park. I mean, they do have other things, but whamp, whamp. We don't, we're not there for that. Whamp, whamp. We're not here for that noise. We're here yeah. for the Stranger Things house. But if you go, like, send us your pictures. I love it. One of our fans, it was funny because we've been posting about it up till, like, the opening up until the week leading up to it. And she was like, I'm so excited to go to this. I can't believe it. And she was in Hollywood. And she texted us a picture that was like, oh, my God, I went to it. And I met Gaten and Priya. And it was like, wow, oh, that's, that's so cool. Yeah. She had no idea. She was just really excited to go there. And I thought, that's amazing. I think that's really cool. It's weird to me that they went to the one in Hollywood, though, and not the one in Orlando because we're so much closer to Atlanta. Yeah. But maybe because it's, like, it's Emmy's weekend. And they all had to be there anyway. Yeah. So that looks pretty cool. Um, one thing I did want to tell you is that if you go to the one in Orlando, there's a shop, a Stranger Things shop, and there is a giant like hazmat suit display. Pay close attention to it because the helmet, not the whole hazmat suit, but the helmet is the actual helmet that David Harbour wore in Stranger Things season two. So if you're in Orlando and you see that display, eyeball that helmet because uh, the people that made it let us know that that was going to be there. And that's really neat. Another thing that I thought was really cool was that um, I was talking to the people that made the suits originally for the show and they were saying that 
when Universal Studios was recreating the scenes for the hazmat suits, they needed some like instruction and they weren't really sure what to do. So they were just like Googling things, researching like hazmat suits, Stranger Things suits, trying to get a feel for what the fans liked and what it should look like. And they came across our podcast and they listened to our podcast and they used our podcast That's so crazy. as an idea on how they should create these suits. It's just like one of their, you know, like how you have those Pinterest boards. We were just like one little aspect of what they did and their whole team listened to the podcast and it just blew my mind. My mind exploded. And then I told Tori and her mind exploded. We were just like, that's so crazy. It's amazing. And then the other thing is we finally got our piece of Winona's suit, uh, Joyce Byer's suit that she wore in Stranger Things season one, because you guys will remember a while back, our friend told us that Winona's suit was coming up for Hollywood auction. And so they got permission and they cut us off a small piece of the fabric because it was just like beneath the boot. And we got that in the mail and it's so like epically interesting to have and we're so thankful for it. But then I got an email follow-up saying, hey, Winona's suit came back from the auction. Nobody bought it. So it's back in the store. I feel like maybe they want David's Missed suit. opportunity. Yeah. I'm, <laughs> I'm actually shocked. Maybe they, maybe somebody just wanted like the pair or I don't know. I feel like that that's something people would want. Or maybe the auction was like going on during off season Stranger Things time. Yeah. when the, Or it wasn't like a Stranger Things based auction and people were like, why would I care about that? It was like Hollywood memorabilia for like sci-fi fans. Yeah. So it felt like, oh, that's going to go for sure. But it know. didn't go. And so now it's safely where it belongs. So if we go visit that place, we can still do our plan of wearing David and Winona suits. I can't remember who was going to be David or Winona. I don't remember. I think you said I was going to be David. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds right. I don't know if I can fit into Winona's suit. Yeah, she's neat. She's an itty bitty lady. The next thing I want to tell you guys about, I feel like this is our Halloween episode, is last year you guys will remember that Tori and I were lucky enough to go to the farm where Eleven and Hopper's cabin was in Stranger Things season two. And they actually filmed tons of stuff there. I mean, they filmed the pumpkin patch and just all kinds of things. Well, the owners of that farm, let's see, what are their names? Brad and Susie are going to open the farm up again this year because they said that last year's event was so successful it really helped keep their farm running because they also have like a petting zoo they have like little chickens running around and cats and all kinds of things I think in our episode we aired we actually played some of the sheep noises oh, yeah, we from did. the bad that one wow, sheep that was, a year ago? that was like eyeballing us Jeez. the cool thing about it though is this last year was fun because they did this whole kind of like tour it was funny they had things set up like you had to go on this adventure to try to find 11 and find the pumpkin patch and they had people waiting for you in the woods and you had to find Steve Harrington we're just gonna like be like okay go look at the maze and then go look at the hole in the ground but yeah, that's like really cool they made like a cool thing but this year they decided to do one hour unguided so you actually can go back and you can just go walk around and see what you want to see I think because a lot of people are primarily there to see that cabin and when we did it last year they kind of rushed you yeah. by they rushed you by like we saw it and I actually was told to like hurry up like yeah. I was like but this is what I'm here for I want to take pictures yeah. of this that's why Tori and I didn't take any pictures of ourselves with it it was just like video around the cabin because we were yeah, like because we were like we the family group and we were just trying to find these clues so we could hurry up because there was like another yeah, there was clues us. yeah you had to you had to make the clues in order to move on to the next corn maze or whatever but that's really exciting if you guys want to do that it's open october 6th 13th 19th 20th 27th and november 3rd october 6th and the 13th and the 20th are sold out so there's basically like three days left that you can do that and if you're interested it's on our instagram we link right to the farm it's fun it's a great experience I think if you're local to Georgia or Florida 
or you're like within a five hour driving distance and you really like the show. I mean, when we talked to the owner, Brad, last year, he kind of let us know that the whole season was filmed all throughout his farm, like all over the place. Yeah. And if you watch season two again and then you go to the farm, you'll see all kinds of things in the background. Like the farm has like an escape room that they do just for fun during like Halloween seasons. Oh, and that's in the background. I'm so excited for Halloween. So that's pretty cool. Uh, we might go to that again just to see the cabin more clearly and see if maybe last time they had some of the cabin windows boarded and I'm curious if they open them up and they have in their ad that they filmed there for season three also. Season three. Season three. I was going <laughs> to say strangers and then I was like season three. <laughs> but yeah, so that's going to be a non-guided tour and it's 20 bucks. Like it's fun. Yeah. So I would say go for it if you can. But if you want to do it, hurry because Georgia people are crazy about this tour. Yeah. The next thing is, oh, so one of our strangers went to Exploration Acres. You guys probably saw in the news a while back, there was that farmer in Lafayette, Indiana that made that giant like Stranger Things corn maze Yeah. Um, with 11 on it. And it was, I, it was kind of in the vein of the season two poster, I yeah. think. And it was just like so rad looking. And how that, do you even do that? I don't know. I think you like go through with a tractor maybe. But how would you? Like aliens. Yeah. No, I honestly <laughs> But that's in Lafayette, Indiana, or Lafayette. I don't Lafayette. know how you say it. Uh, it's September 14th through October 28th. We had a fan, if you look on our Instagram, the Upset on Podcast, she went and she took her daughters and she posted some pictures and it's really neat. They have the, they not only have the corn maze, they have a pumpkin patch. You can pick your own pumpkins. They actually got an old truck and they had a detail to look just like Hopper's truck, which you can uh. like ride around in and you can take pictures with. And then they did the, you know, standard things. They did the wall that moves and, you know, the oh, Joyce yeah, wallpaper yeah. and the lights. But it looks really fun. I feel like if you're in the area, you should go. And I totally Googled it to see how far it is from us. It is eight hours and 51 minutes. Hey, that's not nine hours. I know you know I have driven 10 hours in one day so I feel like if I drive five hours and we take a lunch break I could probably do the full thing Um, Indiana yeah dude that'd be fun I'm thinking about it corn (laughs) (laughs) pumpkin patches I don't know I love that but I really appreciate Mary for sending that to us and uh, she took her three kids and looks like a blast like it really looks she like fun her four kids, and you know what included. <laughs> our five children <laughs> you know what I really like about it too is that it's like in an area where not a lot of people get to experience cool stranger things yeah things Atlanta gets it in Florida I feel like we always get it in LA yeah. seems like it always gets it in New York it's the big cons so it's cool that Indiana has this like you know I mean the show is based in Indiana I know right? I feel like I want to call Priya and Priya like Priya let's go to Indiana let's surprise some people uh and then one of our fans James Foster he sent us some ringtones that were really cool and they were based on beyond stranger things and they're pretty rad so give them a listen Those are cool. Thanks, James. We appreciate them, and we will be using them on our phones. And you guys, feel free to steal them from this episode. I don't think James wants money. I hope not. That would be terrible. And if you have an iPhone, <laughs> tough luck. That's what terrible. And I know this episode is short, but again, Tori and I just don't have a lot of content to bring to you right now. We're trying to decide if we want to go to StrangerCon. I don't think we're going to go to StrangerCon. Unless you guys go fund me. Uh, It's so expensive. I mean, there's Universal Studios. There's the corn maze. There's, it's just like one thing after another after another. And it's just so like, it's so much. Like, it's so much money. 
but we'll see. We'll see what we see. So we want to end today's episode on a message that we got from a fellow stranger. You know, Tori and I started this podcast as just a fun thing because we were fans and we did a lot of exploring and we were like, let's just talk about it because we're spending so much time doing it. We never thought that people would listen to it. We never thought that you guys would send us fan mail. We never thought that... Never in a million years. Never. And we never thought that we would be on BuzzFeed and that we would meet Randy and we freaked out Catherine like and Priya. followers. Now we've got almost 11,000. Yeah. Oh, and that's funny. <laughs> <laughs> really quick before we end this thank you to everybody who helped us get to 11k it's so funny we're like at 11k we're at 10 9 but you know what I thank you to all of you that really pushed for us to get there even if we go back to 10 9 which I'm sure we that we will we did and then we went back up again oh, it's 11K. like we're like rotating 9 or 10k forever um or 10 9k forever but thank you to everybody that really helped us to do that I'll be mailing those packages out this week and you guys will be getting a letter so thank you for that but the point of this is is just that you know this is something that we did for fun and we have made like I feel like real friends like the cast members that we've met the crew members that we've met the artists that have created us drawings for our shirts and you know you guys who have sent us pictures of your adventures with your families and with your friends it just means so much to us and I got this message from one of you this week I'm not gonna read her name but it says hi you probably won't see this but my mother passed away this week and she loved your podcast I want to thank you for making her excited every day about one of her favorite shows she loved your page so much and so do I and I just want to say thank you for that you know it's amazing that we're able to play a small part in your lives and we're thankful that you sent us this message and we really appreciate you guys so we'll keep doing what we're doing and you guys keep doing what you're doing and let's take care of each other and be nice to each other and stay strange stay Thanks for listening to the Upside Down Podcast hosted by Ash and Tori. For more information, visit our website at theupsidedownpod.com. You can also contact us at theupsidedownpod at gmail.com, as well as follow us on our Facebook and Instagram under the Upside Down Podcast. Episodes are released every Monday, so be sure to subscribe to us. We're available on SoundCloud, Google Play, iTunes, and Pocket Casts.